Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football And they all wear a whistle, yeah it's stupid But what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles 25 Whistles Hey, welcome to the show, brought to you by DraftKings uh, Jordan Davis is here with us Jordan, I lost my first game last week, 15-1 I know, hey, that's still, you talk about being in the money Yeah, but I bet all that I won at 15 on that one wouldn't that be terrible betting? Like, all the money I won on 15, <laughs> yeah. I decided to put it all in on the one. That would Let be, it ride. Yeah. Yeah, That's that not be, what happened, yeah, but that would be rough. glad you're here, buddy. Uh, 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code BOBBYSPORTS to get in on the action. So, lots of stuff today, including an interview later with Ricky Williams. And I'm going to say this, because, Jordan, you were not part of the interview. But I want you to know that if you go back and listen to this, I think you're going to be entertained i could definitely see where an interview with ricky williams would be entertaining but it will not be what you expect at one part of the interview i had to go as the interviewer that i am well can't talk about football anymore really yeah when you guys agree yes. it was kind of a yes it pivoted real quick i i tried like four i'll just say this i asked him one question and i said what's happening with ut he goes i don't know i don't watch <laughs> this is awesome. And he goes, wow. I don't even go to. He goes, I've been to Texas like twice, yeah. like in the last year. So it was, it was big. He seems like the guy that was just really good at football, but never really loved it. Ooh. Well, we talk about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You didn't find out really? about that. And, and yes. you were partially on to something because I think it changed a bit as he. Yeah. I did ask him what age did he love football the most. I don't want to spoil. No spoilers. No, here. no spoilers. But it was an interview where we finished, and I went, "How about that, boys? That was interesting." <laughs> And sweet guy. So that'll come up later. Um, and then I believe next week Trent Dilfer will be on live. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Dude, that'd be just, pretty cool. Just a, just a great mobile quarterback right there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's Super funny? Super Bowl winning mobile quarterback. Seriously. Is that he's massive. Big guy. And you don't think he would be because standing up around the other NFL players, he didn't look massive because they're all massive. Yeah. But I was working out where he coaches now, and he came out. We talked for a little bit, and – he listened to the show, the radio show a little bit, and obviously I know who he was and who he is. But I just remember thinking, God dang, he's huge. He's huge. You ever met Eli Manning? Uh, I have. Huge, right? He's bigger than Peyton. He's a monster. Yeah. Are you time. talking big, really? big, like size Dude, big or tall big? I was at the Super Bowl in Miami. In the same place I met Goodell and Jerry Jones, mm. which I got an update on Jerry Jones coming up. Too. Yes, okay. Oh. So I'm there, and um, who was there? It was Eli, and it was... Archie, and it was Cooper. Big, big Archie or? Cooper. Oh, yeah, Archie. It wasn't Arch. Arch was like nine. L- little high school Arch? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember Eli coming up to me, and Eli on TV kind of looked eh, medium and yeah. dopey. Yeah. 
He shook my hand and it swallowed my whole hand. Massive guys. Massive guy. We were just we were just in Green Bay and got to see Rogers. And But you met Aaron Rodgers? I didn't get to meet him. Oh. But he was in the room. <laughs> <laughs> He so saw I wondered him. why he said that all funny. <laughs> yeah. It's like when Aaron Rodgers didn't get the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was I saw the vaccine. Immunized he was immunized. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jordan's doing some sort of wordplay. No, I saw him across the room and I was like, okay, you next to Bakhtiari look small, but you are the biggest Big person in this room by three inches and probably 25 pounds. Mike, look up his official weight. Well, you're Aaron Rodgers. Because again, I just see him as like me, honestly. Right. Yeah. Because he's up. And I, I'm not a small guy, but I'm not a big guy. But he looks normal-ish. Yeah. But Aaron, Rod, do you have a big beard, long hair? Yeah, he was wearing like a, a kind of hat. Yeah. So he didn't have, it, you know. I think he's attractive? I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, he's, is he's, he great, looking? he's a great looking guy. He what? is? Yeah. Wait, what do you got? He's 6'2", 225. No oh. way. No way that guy's 6'2". There's Hollywood pretty. TV pretty, meaning we see him on TV and we're like, that's pretty normal. But then you see him in real life, you're like, oh, God dang, in real life, the human, they're hot. Yeah. Like, I've seen that before <laughs> that, with both guys and girls. And I'm like, whoa, I can't believe you're this pretty. In per that's an attractive like, male right there. Yeah, I would think really good looking yeah. dude. I think with all those memes out there where he's like all yeah. cross-eyed, like, there's like, yeah. there's no way this is a good looking dude. Yeah, there's yeah. too much image corruption via the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's warm it up here. Which NFL player would be the most annoying NFL player to hang out with? Mm. And which would be the coolest to hang out with. Uh, Eddie, we'll go to you first. Oh, the most annoying Tom Brady the GOAT. I mean, I don't want to go to dinner and have him talk about himself the whole time. I you, feel you like that's, that's all he about? would do. Oh, yeah, man. Fourth, it was the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, it was uh, fourth and two. Stuff, no, though? I don't care. I saw it, dude. I don't care what you have to say. But the coolest, though, Zeke. Like, once I saw Zeke Elliott on Hard Knocks and how he's like, ah, he's yeah. all crazy. I, go, I want to party with Ezekiel Elliott. May get in trouble if I do that, but I think it'd be worth it. All right, yeah. you're a Brady hater and a Zeke lover, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go to kickoff, Kevin. Kevin? The most annoying would be Russell Wilson, for sure. He would be a robot. Hey, Russell, you want to go do this? You want to do this? <laughs> well, Kevin, you know, if you do this. Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> and then just goes on some God, tangent. that's so cringe. I was talking yeah. about that last time, how cringe it is. Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that would be the most annoying. And then the coolest, of course, is Tom Brady. Come what? on, dude. The GOAT, the quarterback. The That'd be pretty cool. football player. You could talk business with him, football with him, whatever. You just love the Patriots, though. So just uh, bias alarm. Bias alarm. Can we have bias yeah, yeah. alarm for Kevin, please? Because obviously he's picking Tom Brady because Tom Brady is his favorite quarterback. <laughs> so you get the bias alarm. That's fine. I'll uh, take it. But do you realize that, and I think you do, that most of the people that you guys are talking about, the reason that some people hate them is the exact reason that some people love yeah, them. for sure. It's yeah. just generally how, we'll just call it entertainment, how entertainment works. Like you almost have to have something that people are so passionate about that they love that they feel so strongly about it. It's going to have other people feel strongly in the negative way. Because of the same reason. Like, there are people that hate my guts for the same reason that people think, like, that's like my dude. And you just have to deal with it. Because to build passion, if you have a, if you have passion, there's another side of the passion coin always. Yeah. You just want to have passion. That's the truth. Passionate people. Tom did Brady, you, love, hate. Aaron Rodgers, love, hate. Yeah. Did you <laughs> watch The Last Dance with Michael Jordan? Yeah. yeah and and, and you watched the, all those episodes and think, oh, I'd like to hang out with Michael Jordan. I feel like it's the same. If you're the goat and everyone in your whole career has told you you're awesome, yeah. there's no way you're going to be fun to hang out with. I don't think that's true. I think there are probably, I have some friends that have hung out with Michael Jordan. And I've told and? you some stories off a microphone that I cannot tell here on this <laughs> microphone. Um, yes, I, I think there are people that his personality type would rub them the wrong way. Yeah. But we all, you and I have completely different personalities. That's true. And I think that's why we probably live our lives in many ways together and we're fine. You Chill. Yeah, man. Relax. Smile. Have fun. Yeah. Sit back. Couldn't couldn't be a bigger type B in a loving, wonderful way. And then like, Bobby oh. laid back, nonstop. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't work a lot, you know. <laughs> Where I am just like, I feel this way. This is the right way. We're gonna do it this way. This is the only way. Let's and that that will rub people the wrong way too. But our personalities work. I think it just kind of depends on who you are and what you're annoyed by. I think I'd probably be annoyed by Aaron Rodgers. But I would also appreciate the fact that he knows who he is and like just does it regardless. Yeah. Um, you know, most annoying would probably be Baker Mayfield and most fun probably Baker Mayfield for me. <laughs> oh, a little bit of both. Because uh -huh. I, I love that dude, but I also could see real quickly how I would hate that dude. Yeah. But, I I, but I'm into it. I, he's got a lot to say. He says it. Sometimes I'm like, 
But I'm like, I like it that he just goes out there. And also, I used to just be annoyed by him until he told me he was a fan. And then I'm like, you know, I love it. <laughs> that yeah, changes yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how that changes so fast. Let's go Panthers. <laughs> so I had Russ on my list. Russ is annoying and yes. awkward and cringy at times. Yes. Um, uh, Jameis Winston's hilarious to me. Oh, yeah. So funny. My ah. original two were going to be Russ and Jameis Winston because that dude, when he gives motivational speeches... <laughs> LOL funny. You're like, what are you talking about? As a Saints fan, it really is painful. Like when he That's right. When what he, do you think about Jameis? Oh man. He's he's not the guy, man. He is not Not as and, the quarterback. What do you think about him as like just being hilarious? Oh, he's fascinating. Yeah. He's been fascinating since he ate the dub. Remember when he was like, yeah. We're gonna eat this dub, we're gonna get this dub. And I was just like, Oh my god, that guy's a quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. Eat the dub, baby. <laughs> like put in your mouth. It's like <laughs> And coming off of Drew Brees, who was like his pregame motivational speeches were amazing. I think that's what Jameis is trying to do, but just way off. Buddy. I love it. Way it's not off. my team, so I love it because <laughs> yeah. I'm right. so entertained by it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, let's talk about you for a second. You had two shows here in Nashville at the Ryman back to back nights. Pretty cool, huh? Dude, it was amazing. I mean, and they're your shows. Like you headline the shows. Yeah, yeah. Is that your first time playing the Ryman as a headliner? First time as a headliner, yeah. I don't know. What's the difference? I mean, We've done a couple, like, I've gone up there and done a song. Yeah, but I mean, what's the difference for you? Like, how cool it is? It's got to be much cooler when it's your deal and your oh, tickets. 100%. I mean, that was a place that, you know, when I moved to town, it was just a place that I toured. And Adam, I mean, we all know how special that room is and what it means to country music. Uh, so to be able to headline that, had a bunch of families in, you know, a ton of friends flew up for it. Um, it definitely, you know, a pinch me moment. Um, I mean, I'm still, I'll be honest with you, though, we, I'm, I'm still kind of just on cloud nine from it. Or tired, which one really? A little bit of both. Yeah, I would yeah. like <laughs> cloud nine's a good thing to say. I'd be like, oh, I'm just on cloud. Um, I'm, I'm freaking exhausted. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it was just some special moments. Um, and, a, and and I think the cool thing too is to be here in Nashville. So many people. I mean, I've been here for 11 years. So like a lot of a lot of relationships. A lot of people that have helped me get to the Ryman that were there. Got a chance to thank them. And um, yeah, just a special night. Special two nights. What about people that have supported you for a long time, personally and professionally? That <laughs> that wear dark rim glasses. I don't know, man. I just, <laughs> you know, Bobby. Bobby sent me a message yesterday about it. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, man, I, you know, I got an industry invite. You know, which I get a lot of those, and who cares? But you know, didn't get like a personal invite, so it's all good. Uh, <laughs> Come on, bones. <laughs> but no, I knew, and I told him this when we came in. I was like, man, I hate making people like feel like they have to come to something when I we all know how busy we all are, and you know, being in town is nights at home are sacred so i don't like feeling like i'm dragging somebody out that doesn't want to be out well i always like to be invited but never want to go and that's exactly that's what right. i would like i would have said no but i was like bro gotta get up early in the morning but thank you for the personal invite yeah you gotta learn that about bones jordan just invite him he won't go but just i'll never go no i when i saw bobby bones text message on my phone i was like this is this probably isn't great <laughs> <laughs> Something is. I think it was just a time of morning because I'll text you and be like, "You want to play golf?" But it's never that early. Oh, I knew it wasn't a golf. Day. Yeah, yeah, it's, I knew it was a little too early for yeah. that one. Uh, well, congratulations, man. That's thanks, dude. That's really cool. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's go over and do the tittle tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the tittle tattle with kickoff. Let's go. All right. Should the Chargers? Sit Justin Herbert this week against the Texans. You know what sucks for the Chargers is everybody's hurt now. Bosa's hurt. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think it's a, it's what he wants, right? I and mean, if that's your franchise quarterback and he's going to be your quarterback for a long time and you feel like you're going to be the coach of that quarterback for a long time, you have to establish a relationship where you trust each other. And if the doctor says he can go and he says he wants to go, I think you let him go. He obviously wants to be there. There's no reason he should have been in that game late last week except for he just wanted to be there. But also... As a young quarterback who is the franchise guy, I'm sure he feels like he has to prove to that team that he is a go he is a leader and he's going to be there for them because it's hard to ask people to do things that's uncomfortable if you're not also doing things that's uncomfortable. And so I get it from the perspective of he's injured, he's our guy, we need to pull him out. But also I see it as a guy who wants to ask of his teammates to do great things and sacrifice a lot. So this is a time that is trying where there is adversity that he's showing them he will also do it. Because I just feel like I will never ask anybody to do anything that I won't do. Wait, that I will do. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I won't. Yeah. And so there are times where I am like, man, I've been here. Let me tell you about this time I did this. Or sometimes I'll do stuff here now that I don't have to do. But just to prove like I'm in it with you guys. I'm not Russell Wilson. I'm not you know, a prima donna fancy pants. Like we're in this together. 
let's go. If he wants to do it, I think he should do it just for that reason alone. Go ahead, Eddie. Uh, I, I agree with you, but I have a different angle here. I would like to see Chase Daniel play because this dude has been in the league for what? How long? He's made $36 million as a backup and never seen the field. Like, I want to see this guy earn his money because he probably only has a couple of years left in, in the league. You know he doesn't want to play. He does <laughs> he not want to play. Like, no, absolutely not. I don't want to prove I ain't good. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when they lost their left tackle, too. You think you think Chase Daniel wants to come get chased around? Absolutely with, not. Absolutely but, yeah. not. I want to see him. I think it needs to be – Chase Daniel – this was actually a trivia question on the bus. He's attempted 160 passes in the NFL, and he's made – Thirty something million. Thirty six million. I looked it up. It's he must crazy. be like a great guy to hang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they love having him around. Or probably he's great at helping the quarterback get ready. Yeah, meaning he's there. I don't, I don't use the word tutor because some quarterbacks need it, some don't. But tutor maybe. But there to assist him and the game plan and yeah. know, the, the change, the additions they're making. Yeah, we don't know, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's I do, what right? I've been told that by people. Yeah. That, okay, yeah, that that's kind of his deal. Um, he's very capable when it comes to learning quickly and helping the others learn. Cool. If it's the quarterbacks or at times, they will put him with other folks in the offense. Just little rumors I heard. All right. Oh, that's, that, was Orlovsky, that, that was Orlovsky's MO, too. Was like, that's how he maintained his career for so long and stayed in the league. And he's really good at run out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, watch this, guys. Watch what I do here. All right, next question. All right, will uh, Russell Wilson and the Broncos turn their offensive woes around this weekend against the winless Raiders? I don't think so. I think the Raiders have to win a game. I'm just playing numbers at this point. Yeah. The Raiders aren't a bad team. At least I didn't think they were. I still don't think they are. Just looking at them... Just looking at personnel, they're not a bad team. To be the only 0-3 team, first of all, Jets, Giants. I mean, there are teams you'd look at that look bad. <laughs> yeah. But they've won games. Raiders have had an unfortunate uh, luck, and they've also had to place a couple really good teams. They shouldn't have beat, they shouldn't have got beat by the Titans. That was just a bad game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and I and the Cardinals. That Kyler Murray was playing out of his fucking brain, though. Dude. But you, they blew that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, they blew, blew it. Yeah, yeah. They should have won that game. Yeah. I think eventually they got to catch up. I think they're too good not to catch up. I don't expect them to lose again this week. But if they do, I'll be like, what the crap? They're going to win the next one. Hmm. You know? Uh, it, yeah. I, I, to watch Carr and even Adams, Adams freaking hates losing. Yeah. He gets angry. He's upset. And so I think they'll win this week. I don't. I, I hope they win this week because mostly because I'm a bet on them. All right, what else you got? <laughs> All right, going back to the Chargers. Do you think their injuries will derail their season? Ooh. It's so much. Mm-hmm. It's Herbert's probably not going to be 100% for another three weeks or so if he doesn't get hurt anymore by playing now. Uh, Bosa's out, but what else is new? Yes. Who else it's do we only, have in that It's a matter of time before Cleo Mack joins him. Yeah, if Cleo Mack's out, just cancel the team. Right. Yeah. Yeah, can you... In soccer, send them down a league, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, gotta go play like, in the Sun Belt. I mean, it's, it's beat up bad, which is terrible too. Because out of all the offenses in the NFL, like yeah, that's the one that I would love to see the Chargers' offense clicking. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert is fun to watch when he's one hundred percent. I mean, um, they, they lost Slater, Keenan Allen. Yeah, like I mean, the, the yeah. best lineman, yeah, or second best lineman, depending on yeah. Uh, just it's been a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And all. Any of my friends that are Chargers fans and have two, one that's a big fan, one that's a medium fan, they're like, yeah, it's classic Chargers. Like, they just expect bad things to happen to them. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like me in Arkansas. It's right. like, like, I like it. it's going pretty well, but I know what's about to happen. But so it's been a, a kind of disastrous first part of the year for the Chargers. I do hope they hang in there and win some games, though. All right, next one. Do you think Brian Harson at Auburn is going to make it through the year? No way. I, whenever somebody says – and has to confirm they have not fired their coach, which is what Auburn <laughs> yeah. had to do. Yeah. If you ever have to confirm you haven't fired your coach, you know that real soon you're going to have to confirm you did, <laughs> you did ha- fire it. your coach. Um, he he was dead man walking in the offseason when the boosters were trying to run him. He was going to have to come out and win mm, nine games to keep his job probably, and that just wasn't going to happen with what they have there. I think it's a matter of time before he gets fired. I would love to see him make it through the season. But now it's like, how can we go ahead and start rolling and try to find the next guy? Yeah. Yeah, also, sucks. to me, it's where's Dion going to end up? And does he want to leave? Does he want to go to Georgia Tech? Does he want to go? There are these schools now that are opening up, and it's like, where does Dion Sanders go? And who makes that? Because that's that's a commitment. It is. If you if Dion Sanders is your head coach, it's like, do obviously the guy knows what he's doing, but it's it's a totally different culture shift when he comes in 
He's the star then. He is. He is. More than another coach who comes in to make to make his players a star. Dion's gonna be the star. Dion's the guy. Absolutely. More and than the boosters, too. The dudes who want to run that stuff. That's the thing. It's like how much of that is and you know, the more I've, I feel like you I've gotten out of college, I've realized how much boosters affect that, you know, and I just don't know if if a guy that gives a ton of money to a school is gonna want all the lights on Deion Sanders and not what they do for the team. So I mean, it's why Texas sucks. Yeah. Honestly, sucks in relatively speaking. They don't suck, suck, but they suck compared to what they should be every year. Right? Is because their boosters running the thing. Yeah. It's 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 that whole culture over there. Yeah. Um. But the, the, yes, he's he's gone. He's gone. It sucks. It sucks for him. Only a matter of time. Yeah. All right. What else? Which ranked underdog has a better shot at covering this week? Kentucky minus seven versus Ole Miss, or your Razorbacks minus seventeen hosting Alabama? Get the button ready. Well, no, if I just say Arkansas, you're going to say button? Yeah, bias alert. He asked me a question but, but that has still, them as an answer. If you pick that, you got to hit the button. Hit the button, Mike. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a weird. That Arkansas-Alabama game is weird. I could definitely see us playing really well, even winning the game. And I, w- I, I don't always say that. I think we could win this game. If I were going to put 1 to 10, 10 meaning we for sure win, 3 and a half. That's pretty good. They beat us 15 years in a row. But if I were just betting it as an outsider, I would. I think Arkansas can cover that yeah. as long as it doesn't get out of hand early. Um, we played them with a one touchdown last year in Alabama. Yeah. Um, th- Kentucky is not a good football team. <laughs> They're not. They've played nobody. I've, the only team they played is Florida, and Florida is not a good football team. Yeah. They're number seven. They're the worst number seven I've ever seen in the history of number sevens. There's never been a number seven that's as bad as Kentucky is right now. If they did an all-time list of bad number sevens. <laughs> Kentucky's up there. Kentucky's number one. <laughs> and they may prove me wrong, but they, they've they played nobody. Yeah. And they're singing their praises. They did nothing. They've also given up a ton of sacks doing that, too. It's just like, bro, look who they played. Like, hold, stall them out at 12 or something. If you're not playing, get them to that spot and hold off for a minute. But we'll see. If they come out and beat Ole Miss, then I will come on this show and I will... Act like I never said it, but still. <laughs> well, I think and I think you're going to see that this way. All right, Ole Miss beats them. They're at number seven. I think you're going to see a massive drop from them, which like probably back down to like close to twenty. I mean, I mean that's a big obviously, drop. Obviously, Arkansas obviously the game, fell that far, and and we we're, we lost a top twenty five team. I think you're right if it's based on like last week, but Kentucky won't. They won't get knocked back that far if they I mean, lose. Well, I mean, obviously we have to see what what they look like. I don't think that. I don't think that game's going to – I think Kentucky is going to lose. I think they're going to lose by more than seven. And I I just think that – I hate when they do that, when they rank a team high and then they get beat and you're like, okay, well, you never thought much of them in the first place, so why would you have them there? But you stall them we'll out. see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should have like two stall outs a year. There's like a stall out coach. <laughs> yeah. And he watches the – he's like, you know what? Because Kansas should be ranked, by the way. That's what I was going to say. Kansas yeah. Is that, was that a question? No, it's okay. not, but – The fact – Kansas should be ranked – because they're, I've been looking at their strength of schedule. It's at like 13 or something. That's pretty good. Yeah. And they haven't lost a game. Their offense, click, click, click. I mean, it's, it, they're just scoring points, man. It's, it's awesome. Uh, but it, again, it'll all shake out about week five because teams then start playing each other. Mm-hmm. But I looked at other number sevens that sucked in Kansas. Uh, Kentucky's the worst no, of all time. Number sevens. <laughs> number sevens. So I even like Kentucky football. I just get irritated. They keep moving them up and they've played nobody. Oh, yeah. And then after, year, and after, right? but after Matt Jones talking about how, you know, I wonder if we're playing for the national championship of what? Worst number sevens? <laughs> yeah. You're going to pull some guys out of retirement? <laughs> God dang. All right, one more. Which non-SEC ranked matchup are you looking forward to the most this weekend? You got Wake Forest at Florida State. Oklahoma State at Baylor or NC State at Clemson? Why would you ask the question like that as far as non-SEC? Is it because I love the SEC or is it because the SEC has the best football in it? Both. Because there's a lot of SEC talk everywhere. Yeah. So you almost have to put everything Fair. else in its own category. Uh, okay, so the Clemson-North Carolina State game is interesting to me. Just because Dabble won't come on this show, so I hope they lose. Oh, That's yeah. It. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's literally it. And I hope they lose. Uh, the end, but... That's my only interest. I, I think they'll win. I, I think they had their close call last week. I think they're probably pretty focused. Uh, so I think they'll win that one. The Oklahoma State-Baylor game is like a mirror. Those two teams. Yeah. And what they both could do. And the, they, they could still win that conference. Both of them. Um, but I, I, I think it's 
What was the other one that I had? Wake Forest and Florida State. No, it's not that one. That one sucks. I'm going to go back to <laughs> I like, man, I like Wake Forest, though, man. The, Sam Hartman is, yeah, he's, he's they got two losses, don't they? Stud. Didn't they get, no, they got one uh, loss. This one. Liberty they almost, Liberty yeah. almost yeah. beat them. But yeah, they yeah. should have, that Clemson game, yeah. that, they, they, they had every chance in the world to win that game. Um, I think Clemson is, you talk about a bad number five, what are they, yeah, four five, or five? Five, yeah. You talk about the top number one bad number five yeah. that's Clemson this year okay. like well and that, they won't get a chance to really prove how bad because they're not going to play a they're not going to play anybody like this is it kind of but if they blow out NC State then you're like okay maybe okay who cares you. who cares that you ten? just I mean, crushed North Carolina ten. State but they're 12 they're 11, they're 10. they were 12 yeah. last week I guess and they have a good quarterback Devin Leary's a stud but yeah. the, I guess my problem is is that if it's a bunch of teams playing each other and you just throw some ranks on them how good are they really if they're just playing each other right true so it's like Kentucky right now. Back to him. It's great. Enjoy number seven for two more weeks. Mm-hmm. And in four weeks, nobody will talk about Kentucky again. If you ask me, the number one team in the country is LSU. <laughs> <laughs> no bias. You know, I agree with that. I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that the last one? That's, or, it. that's it. All right. There you go. Right around the room, what injury will affect this week in the NFL most? I'm going to start with you, Jordan Davis. Any injury, pick an injury, any injury, which one most? Sterling Shepard. That, uh, you know, I feel like the Giants offense was already struggling. You got to find a way to get Saquon more involved. Already kind of weak in the receiver, you know, depth chart. So to lose that guy. Well, when he went down to, weird. I mean, the, no contact, God, that, just like, like somebody shot him in the leg. Yeah. ACL things, man, that's yeah. scary. Like, but I, I really think that like you lost a a bad game at home to the Cowboys. Not saying the Cowboys are bad. Thank you. It was a you but it was a gross game to watch. It was it was, like it was a Denver tough game, game to really. watch. Yeah. Tough game to watch. I enjoyed it. Daniel Jones looked good, uh, but yeah, you lost at home to uh, Cooper Rush played well, but you lost at home to Cooper Rush. So like, then you just lost. You know what I think is their number one receiver. I think the Giants are this this next week is they they need a win. Eddie, okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and take the Bills defense because they're just peppered with injuries and they're going they're playing the Ravens this weekend. I mean this is a big one and I think with a bad defense, Lamar's gonna run all over them. So this is a this is a bad one for this week for sure. What if the Bills lose again? I mean it, it's possible. Yeah, unfortunate timing to have to play Baltimore when they're a click 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 yeah. click click click. click. I mean, Lamar was just like playing Madden on easy mode. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not Dude, you know what I love about easy? Lamar just like seems chill all the time. And to me, that's the success in his game. It's like he's just relaxed, always goes into these games, no pressure, and he always delivers. Yeah. I think he does the same thing against Bills, the broken Bills defense. That's my pick for MVP before the season started. Yeah, yeah I was. I hate to remind you, right but now. I will every week until he sucks and I'll forget <laughs> I ever said it. Uh, kick off Kevin. I'm going to go with a collective group here, and that's the Bucks receivers. I think uh, if Julio Jones is still out, they get Mike Evans back, which is good, but Godwin, he's still a little questionable. So if they can get them back going against a tough Chiefs team, then it'll be a, a big thing for them. I think I made quite the move in our fantasy league this week where I picked out Gronkowski because I think he comes back to Tampa because they got nobody else. Oh, He's not even on a team. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? When he said this, I'm like, hey, you know what? You can be a real idiot right now or you could be the smartest man alive. Yeah, I'm not, hey. I'm not playing him this week, but yeah, it's like they have nobody. Hard. Why not? They went and got Beasley. And so it's like Gronk's yeah. going to come back. When you're, when, you're, when you're dipping down to Cole Beasley, you're, yeah. you're, you're just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Straight speculation pick. But I picked him up and just God, like if, Bobby. If that happens, you're genius. It's it's that's unreal. I wouldn't say genius. Well, no one's doing that. No one's thinking that Gronk can come back. It's definitely a possibility. But I guarantee you, 99 percent of fantasy players out there are not thinking I hope, that. I hope. I love that the when they say like how many the percentage of that the players owned. I love now that on ESPN, the only person that owns Rob Gronkowski <laughs> 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 it's going to be a point zero one. I was going to say, I'm surprised he was out there. I've got him and Eli, both, on, yeah, both sitting yeah. on the bench. Oh, everyone's out there, yeah. Kevin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah, Everyone. you're out there from your yeah, D2 gonna, days. I was going to say, mine already. Adam. The Slater injury, left tackle, the Chargers. If whenever Herbert comes back, if it's if he if he plays this week or whether or not that that left side um, that blind side is I don't like that for his ribs because um, they're gonna they're gonna be coming after him trying to you know knock him out of the game and trying to 
trying to keep limited that left tackle spot is just going to be huge for the Chargers if they want to um, crawl back in the division. Yeah. He ain't coming back though. I mean, he has no. a bicep no, no, tear, yeah, right? Yeah, it's season. Yeah, so I mean, I mean Herbert's coming be back. Eat up forever, even yeah. if he, Herbert comes back next week. You know, that's that's just an unfortunate situation. And I think too, like, and even kind of dipping back on that with Herbert, it's like at some point you got to protect. You got to protect the player from himself, and I know Justin Herbert wants to come back. I mean, I'm a leader. Back. I'm playing for my boys. <laughs> Line up, like, get in the foxhole. If he's, if he's, and he is the guy. Like he's the franchise quarterback. That's and now your left tackle's out. That's that's a tough spot. Uh, next NFL coach, or let's just do any coach. Well, who's the next coach to get fired? Because there, there, there are a lot. There's Matt Rule, who's constantly in Carolina, like. Is he good in, in the NFL? He hasn't proven it yet. He was great in college. Like, who is the next coach to go down? I'm going to go with, it's probably Cliff Kingsbury in, in Arizona, a rule. Those two are right there on the top for me. I think Cliff kind of gets a bad, bad rap. He has improved that team every single year. Every single year they've won more games. But because they don't win later, they're not getting farther along in the playoffs. I mean, last year, Kyler in the playoffs, that was a terrible performance. Mm-hmm. Awful. Terrible. It's one of the worst I've ever seen by supposedly an elite player. Yeah. But I'll probably go rule, then Clings, uh, then Cliff. Cliff. Yeah. Coach Cliff. Yeah. Eddie. I'm going to go with a Denver coach. What's his name? Hackett. Yeah. I mean, he just hired a coach to help him coach. I, I mean, that's that's <laughs> terrible. Like that. really did that. That, that's, yeah. that's an indication of we don't need you. I think once they find out, yeah. like, dude, your backup dude, your guy you hired to help you is doing your work for you. I mean, really, I mean, you get Russell Wilson, a lot of hype in this year, and you can't make it happen. Something is not good, and I think he's next. Ah, I like Nathaniel Hackett. I think he could be. I mean, top five to be fired, okay. And I could be wrong about this, but I just feel like – Russell Wilson is let me lead the team kind of guy. And with there's a struggle between like calling plays. I I feel I feel like half the time when Russell's up there and he's running a play, he doesn't really want to run. And I think that's part of the problem too. And I think Hackett should know if he has Russell in that situation, dude, you're out there, you call the play, you be the leader. And I don't think he's letting him do that. Jordan Davis? I would I mean, I think Nathaniel Hackett's there. This is a white hot take. Okay. Belichick. No, no. I like it. I like it. Come on. That's if, my take. If, if the Steelers win six games. You're crazy. I mean, uh, they're not going to fire I'm, Tomlin. No. If they, if he's never had a losing record. I, I, You're going to fire a coach for his first losing record when he doesn't have a quarterback? That's, that's so That's a good hot. point right there. I mean, I, hey, I, again, it was, it was a hot take. It was a hot take. <laughs> you said white hot. White hot take. <laughs> Maybe I, the hottest. Maybe the hottest I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. It just Pittsburgh feels weird. It, it, I almost wonder. It's like it's not a firing. It's one of those things where, like, we've decided to go in a different direction. I, I love think, Mike Tomlin. I don't Tomlin. think they ever would. Cool. I, cool. I love yeah. Mike Tomlin. It's the hottest I, take I've ever heard. Ow, ow, ow. Still burning. <laughs> ow. But I did. Okay. What about it, Frank Wright? And, and, oh, I like it. And, and, and with the Colts. Yeah. Dude, but you just, you just beat the Chiefs at home. No, no, no. I agree. But, like. I would say, and I'm saying the white hot take, I don't think Tom is getting fired. I would say Nathaniel Hackett, I don't think he makes it through the season. That offense looks terrible. Russell, he does not look like the Russell Wilson that was in Seattle. If there's any, the next coach that will be fired, I think will be Hackett. Boom. Russell Wilson doesn't look like the Russell Wilson that was in Seattle. He's had a couple, like, he's injured. It's always something. He's not unlimited. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see the uh, sandwich commercial now? Yeah. Yeah, what was it called? Dangerous something. Yeah, the Subway sandwich. sandwich or something. I forget what it was, but it was so lame. It's crazy. He can't get any more cringy. He's trying to act. He's He's all cringe all the time. I know, I know. I used to not hate him. Yeah. I don't even hate him now. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, he's the most annoying quarterback. (laughs) Most player. Now that we talk about it. Uh, Jerry Jones update. Do you guys want it? Yes. Yes. So what you don't know about this, Jordan Davis, is that I wait. What time is? It? Hold on a second. Let me make sure I'm not missing a meeting here. That was stuck, huh? I do have a meeting at noon with the Netflix head. Oh, wrap it up. Let's go. That's big. They want 25 head whistles head on Netflix? Netflix in five minutes. <laughs> I know. What do we do, boys? I don't think Mike Tom is going to get fired. Okay. I just want to make <laughs> before we get cut off. Let's get that on record. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to. I guess I'm going to do this meeting and then. I'm sure Jordan's got music cool stuff to do. No, don't end it. We'll come back. I'll finish <laughs> okay. it even by myself. I got commercials to do and stuff. But I got to hop on this meeting. Thank God I saw it. Um, yeah, I got to meet the... Who am I meeting here? Dude, that's awesome. Though. I know. I'm sorry, know. everybody. Is it Mr. Netflix? You don't need to it is. About that. Are you meeting Mr. Netflix? <laughs> Himself? Uh, yeah, casting... 
head of it doesn't matter. All right. It may only be like 15 minutes if you guys want to stay. I'll be around. Yeah. Um, I'll be around. If yeah. okay, well let me go to this meeting and when you come back, if you're listening to this, there was never even a break. Ooh. It's like a dream or a sleep. You don't even realize you were asleep. You just close your eyes and wake up. Yeah. It's like Christmas. Yes. All right, okay. We'll be back in one second. Except we're, not leaving. <laughs> yeah, we're back. Yeah, I just took over Netflix. I'm CEO now. Yeah. Nice. It's crazy. Bobby literally just talked to Mr. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. You're all fired. Did we get the show? <laughs> yeah, you didn't. Oh, Did we get man. free Netflix? Uh, you don't. Oh. Actually, you're paying double from now on. Um, well, I was going to read you my... Can you see if you can find my phone? Maybe my office. I don't know. I was going to read you my Jerry Jones update. Before we do that, let's get a coach's update real quick. Uh, you guys have all... They, they drew out of a hat to book a coach. So we drew from all the major conferences. And they got a coach. And they've been just trying to book them through email. Basically, Jordan. Oh, for yeah, for the show. Yeah, for so what's the update? Mike, Mike, what, what do you got? Coach Wilcox from Cal. He has agreed to come on the show. Come on. Oh, we're, we're just lining up the time right now. Yeah, one time we already had didn't match, but we, we think we're going to get it next week. Yeah, it's what? Harder, harder with Dang. West Coast, but we'll get it. So Mike's got his guy on the line. He's oh, reeling it in no. right now. He's got it on the line. All right. Eddie, who do you have and how's it going? I have Billy Napier, head coach of Florida, chomp, chomp. But here's the deal. You said it was close. It would do. We were so, so close. And I finally got an email a couple of days ago. And I've been wanting to tell you. I've been trying to call you and tell you. But I'm like, no, no, I'm going to wait. What do you mean? We played golf together I, for and four I was, hours yesterday. And I wanted to tell you, but I was like, I'm going to save it for the podcast. Um, they finally said that this season is not going to work. But as soon as the season's over, he would Damn. like to talk to you guys. We don't want it. We don't want yeah. a postseason. Yeah, that's exactly. that's yeah. what I... Yeah, and I and I didn't know whether to go back and be like, that's unacceptable. We want to talk to him right now or just be like, okay, no, we're good. Would you like me to try to get Brian Kelly and his family on this? <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to draw him. Oh, yeah. I need a mulligan is what I, I guess yeah. I'm so going to tell get, you. The mulligan is you're moving off of it. We're drawing another one for you. Mm -hmm. Do we have the hat somewhere yeah. that we can do at the end of this? Yeah. Great. So Eddie is moving off. I have to. So now you're negative one. Correct. You need yeah. to get one just to get even. They're competing for 500 bucks. Oh. Yeah, there's a prize. Dude, I can get Brian Kelly. What do you have to draw him though? Get, I know. I'm and, just and saying. You, and you he's in the hat. Jordan to give him to. You. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Wait, Jordan's that, my is friend. That, is that in the rules or no? I don't care what you guys do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you can go anyway. Okay. You can go anyway. All right. All right. Kick off, Kevin. Uh, mine is Jimbo Fisher from Texas A&M, yeah, and yeah, yeah. he's not talking. Gig him. Um, yeah, reached out, email last week, email again, called him the other day, and uh, I've got nothing but more crickets. Are you asking for a mulligan? Yes, I was seeing what your guys' updates were, and Mike, you, dang it. Your Mike head. may so, jump ahead too if yeah. he can. So you go, you go on negative one? So let's go negative one. Time to move, to move on from Jimbo. And if you stay in the negatives, you owe me money. Yeah. What? Wait, no, no, no. You don't owe me We should write that in. Yeah. Uh, Adam. Uh, sadly, I also got the got the stiff arm yesterday from the uh, Rutgers athletic department who informed me that Coach Shiano was not going to be able to make an appearance on our podcast this season. But we could call him after the season and maybe we could work it out. But... I don't think it's going to happen. Did we email, email the same person? I don't know. That's exactly the, the what they told me. The gatekeeper of all college coaches yeah. is not... I mean, I got Pittman, and he called. He hopped right up. Yeah, he's your buddy. Yeah. I was about to say, different. that's a little soft. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know... <laughs> I can get the head coach at UCF. He's your buddy. I, no, not my buddy. Do you know who it is? Gus Malzahn. No. Yeah, Malzahn. Okay, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Mike might get one, and Mike might jump in the lead here. Dang. Adam, Ow. you going negative one? I'm trying to decide how how persistent I should be. Like, should should I go back? But I, I think I'm gonna have to go negative one too. I don't okay. I don't think it's it, it wasn't right. sounding pretty promising. I'm shocked that Kevin's going negative one because he doesn't need to. He just hasn't gotten a response. We got a no, straight no. It's not yeah. gonna happen. But the longer I wait, the more I'm behind. Well, you ought, I like not pursuing another coach. But like I'm saying, no, since, I get it. But yeah. if you're not going to pursue another coach, sure. Oh, I'm definitely going to pursue another coach. But I mean, my point is, you can just sit at zero, and these all knuckleheads to go back to negative one and never get anybody, and you win. Because we're forced to punt. But the competitive, I don't know. I'm like, dang, I need something here. We've already called it. So. Okay, yeah. Let's uh, do it. Do we have the hat? Okay. Yeah, grab it for me real quick. Okay, I'm going to read this. It's... So I emailed Jerry Jones. I was like, Yo, dude, come on a show. It's a pretty good email, but and so we went back and forth. Here's the update. I just now opened for the first time. Come on, Jerry. He said, Hey, good morning, Bobby. Reaching out, didn't forget you. Expecting to review several pending inquiries inquiries with Jerry later today, including yours. We'll update you tomorrow. <laughs> he's like, Whoa. hey, he's like, first in the agenda, Dax return, and then yeah. see if he comes on twenty five whistles. How about that? What if I get Jerry Jones and you guys, dude, get the your Bobby no, freaking yeah. bones? That's nothing. Nobody cares. If Billy dude. Napier doesn't know who producer Eddie is, he doesn't care. Okay. Yes, he does. Trust me, you guys are a good guy. <laughs> if Jerry Jones comes on here, that's that's a that's a big grab. Right? That's, that's pretty huge, man. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, Eddie, you're up first. 
Come on. Your coach will be. Coach Cali, LSU. But you have to change your style. You have to change your style, though. What do you mean? That would get work. Is that not how I pronounce it? You have. (laughs) Hey, you have Brian. Kelly! Harson from Auburn. He'll be real busy. Hold on. You better hurry up because he might not be there any longer. You idiots. He's going to have all the time in the world. (laughs) But he's not going to be a head coach. So if he gets fired. Well, the name, if you get Brian Harson at any point, that counts. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Woo! This is good. I did see him do an interview with 24-7 recently. Okay. So, so maybe there you he's go. doing interviews. Yeah, just, okay, you got to change your style up. Thank you. Whatever you did last time didn't work. I know. Kevin. Yes. Your coach is. Oh, you're never going to get it. <laughs> Another one? Saban. It's got it to be Nick Saban. It's uh-huh. got to be Nick Saban. You're never going to get da- Jim, no. Jim Harbaugh. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. I don't know. Maybe. Um, hey. Mm, okay, never mind. Ryan Hurd. Okay. Got no. I don't care who you Does to. Ryan know Jim Harbaugh? I don't know. Adam. Let's go. You have. Okay, <laughs> this one could actually happen. Dang it. Come on. You have Josh Heupel, Tennessee. Okay, let's go. Oh, dude. dude he can get, get Regionally he relevant. I have friends He'll in the athletic department. Let's go. I think that could be one you could get. Yeah. At, and we're on get. in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. The show is. You leave right now, you can get there by three. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> go interview yourself if you could. <laughs> go up to the microphone do it yourself. All right. Bring that in. Uh, okay, so let me talk about this. Jordan, you have to go. No, you sure? I get, I get yeah. Give me I get a, a minute. Longer. Give me a minute. It says it says like twelve forty. If I left now, I'd be there at twelve forty three. My plane leaves at one thirty five. I'm good. Easy. That's too risky. Dang, dude, bro. risking it. Go. You should go. Uh, he's a country superstar. Okay. Dude, I'll do. I'll do anything. All right, here's what we're gonna whistles. do. We're just... Yes, there we go. <laughs> All right, let's talk about DraftKings for a second because it's time for the parlay of the week. Parlay. Ready for this one? I like that. I'm taking my 15 and one record up. Here are my teams for the parlay of the week, and they're all money lines. Mm. By the way, Ooh. nice. How do you feel about money lines? That's a big. Mm. That's a big payout. Any how dogs in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, say, are there any dogs the in there? This is crazy. Say, Here's like... the thing. It's a, it's a it's a Mississippi money line week where I'm going Mississippi State money line, and that line is used. They're a favorite by three, two and a half over Texas A&M. And Texas A&M, the ranked ranked squad, had a big one over Arkansas. But I'm taking the Mississippi State money line, taking the Ole Miss money line over Kentucky, and I'm also throwing a little UTSA Ooh. over Middle Tennessee. Okay. Middle. Middle had a big game. So it's a, it's a three-parter money liner. If you bet 20 bucks, you'll make right now $61. That's not bad. So that's my money line, three-gamer. I don't want to go money line, two-gamer. That's weak sauce. Mm-hmm. That's my money line. Money line, three-gamer there. So bet that. Make some money on 15-1. That's could, I'm about to say, you could be – that, that's an 18-1 that's an feel to me right that there. to me feels like everything you got everything you got no we just had to bleep this yeah, yeah. whatever you heard i'm not allowed to say i'll say this more smiles and frowns more, yeah. smiles. Yeah. Yeah. more smiles and frowns and don't forget also new customers at DraftKings can bet just five dollars on any nfl team to win and get two hundred dollars in free bets if you do everybody can boost your winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays every leg you add you boost your winnings up to 100 percent all right, throw down on the stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Get in on the action with the 25 Whistles Parlay on DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem, 100Gambler. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line, 800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, 467-369. All right, so let's do this real quick because Jordan Davis is a big star. Got to get to the tour bus. Yes. Mm. He's got some touring to do. Give me the college game you're most excited about quickly, Eddie. Easy, Arkansas, Alabama. I mean, sorry, I got to take it. It's freaking going to be awesome, dude. I'm not, if I mean, there's one game you got to watch this week, this on Saturday, it's that one. It's, uh, is, that, is that not everybody's? I, got, I, I don't know, but I was, I was first. Wake, Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay uh, you can say same game. Go ahead. No, Kevin. I got Clemson, NC State. I think it's a big game for Clemson. I think if they prove something, it'll be good. Adam? NC State's good. Obviously, Arkansas, bias alarm all day, but Arkansas, Alabama, I'm planning my entire uh, weekend around that. Uh, f- little story, 15 years ago, my wife and I first started dating. Yeah. We were in college. That was the last time. Arkansas beat Alabama was when Lee Tiffin missed three field goals, and uh, and that was my wife and I's first kiss. And Arkansas Aww. has beat Alabama since, so I blame her. And she hasn't kissed him since. Uh, <laughs> and so and so in honor of that, I'm not kissing my wife this week until Arkansas beats Aww, Alabama. Aw, that's cute. Jordan, no, that's a joke. I feel like that was like a Lee Corso moment. Was that not like a, like he was like he's like about to pull out the headgear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty cool. I'm going. Yeah, Arkansas Alabama. I think Arkansas has got a legit shot at winning this game. If they win it, the West 
totally is up for grabs. Arkansas gets right back into contention. And, uh, yeah, I think it's a great game. Well, I won't pick that one out. I think LSU-Tennessee is interesting to me. <laughs> I do. We play Auburn this weekend. I know. I'm just screwing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, Did you like, think he was serious? Wait a second. I thought we played Auburn. <laughs> uh, here in my game, I, I, I bring that up because uh, I'm going to talk games with you here. Uh, by the way, my game also will be Arkansas-Alabama. Th- that was easy. Uh, Michigan minus 11. I'm just going to go in. I don't care. I'm not, I don't have a perfect record. I'm not precious about it anymore. Hmm. Let's go. Balls to the wall. Who are they? Who are they uh, Iowa. Iowa? Iowa, yeah. We got Michigan, minus 11. Number four team on the road. Michigan, minus 11. Yeah, hammer it. More smiles <laughs> than it. frowns. Yay. Next up, OU, minus six and a half. Who you trust them again? Because they're mad, right? Because I'm going to have to watch that game, and I need to bet <laughs> on it in order to root for them. You want some smiles? Who wants a smile? I want a smile. Bet them all. Okay. I think you're in the money for sure. I think OU and Michigan's those are hammer those. Bet them all. Uh, number one NFL game you're excited about? Go, Eddie. Cowboys, Washington, bias alarm. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Chiefs, Bucks, Mahomes, Brady. Come on, it's good. Adam. Cowboys, Commanders. Uh, I just I, I want to see what the Cowboys are made of. Can they keep Can they keep winning without Dak? Jordan. Yeah. Chiefs, Bucks. Uh, how about? Jacksonville, Philly. That's for me. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to pick Jacksonville for anything. Dude. I pick them every week because I'm yeah, just like I'm too, telling you, man. they're good. I, I'm like Jordan with that one. I don't know who Jacksonville is yet. Uh, yeah. And I don't know who Trevor Lawrence is yet. And but if I, you've watched them, you do. You just yeah. they've sucked for so long, you don't yeah. believe what yeah, you're seeing with them. your own eyes. That could yes. be there's, there's some truth there, but also Jalen Hurts is that Eagles team is good. That's scary. A, that's a legit team. The scariest thing to me about that Eagles team is that Jalen Hurts plays a little too reckless running the ball. Yeah. He, That's why I said about your boy in Arkansas, too. You laughed at me. He's huge, though. Oh, I know. And yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, okay, look. We're going to go to the Ricky Williams interview now. Yes. We're going to come back with a final thought. Let me say this about Ricky. I love him. Not what I thought we were going to do in this interview, but enjoy. Ricky, how are you? I'm great. Hey, thanks for the time. One of my guys just came up to me a second ago and said that you had changed your name, and I was like, wait, am I not... I don't know what, what I'm supposed to do here. Are you still Ricky Williams? Yeah, I have. I have. I'm a Gemini, so I, I'm allowed to have two diff, two names. Well, what do I call you? Can I call you Ricky? Yeah, please, please, okay. whatever, whatever's more comfortable to you. Just, just uh, making sure I'm not doing the wrong thing here. I, I, I definitely don't want to be insulting in any way. Yeah, it's really, really, really difficult to insult me. So don't worry about it. <laughs> hey, it's the opposite for me. I get insulted all the time by everybody. So, uh, you know, let's. I, I first want to go back and. And just talk for a second about Texas. Um, you know, I, I lived in Austin for 12, 13 years. I've definitely, I'm a big Arkansas guy, but I've definitely lived in the University of Texas culture for a long time. Like, what is happening at Texas right now? Honestly, I, I live in Southern California, and I get back to Texas for a couple of games. But I'm not, I'm not really that connected with the program. I'm so busy doing, you know, running three startups that I, I don't have the time to, to keep to keep tabs on Texas right now. So are you are you interested in football at all as far as keeping up with college football, period? I'm interested in in what, like, the spirit of, of college sports um, and what sports can can do, can, how it can help us train us to attack goals and, and help us learn how to handle life. But as far as following the storylines, the drama, you know, a lot of that brings up a lot of stuff for me. You know, it's like, it's like when you're in, in the football world, and you lose, it's like the world ends for at least three or four days, you know, and just riding that roller coaster. It's one thing as a fan, but when you're like the, when you're the, the soldier on the battlefield, it's really intense. And so kind of in retiring, I retired from a, that intense up and down of tracking the storylines of who's winning and who's not. When you were in high school and you were the number one running back in the entire country and you're being recruited, what is it like for people to be to, to come from all over to tell you hey you're the best and we want you is that overwhelming at all no no um because my goal was to be the best and so it was uh validating whenever they're saying hey you know come to this university or did you ever have a a second where you thought hey maybe i you know because you were also a great baseball player um you know you signed with the phillies but did you ever have a second where you're like maybe i want to play baseball because it's not as physical no no i mean I can look back and say that makes sense, but I didn't care about how physical, you know, I couldn't have been of the kind of running back I was if I cared about how physical the game was. I mean, I, I used the physicality of the game to my advantage. The people who thought maybe I want to play a different game because this is too physical. Those were the guys I was trying to go after. How easy was high school football for you? I don't think football has ever been easy for me. Um, 
I think what is easy is, is to work hard. And I think because I applied that skill or that talent to football, I, it became really good at it. You know, you talk about all the startups that you're running now. So describe a day to me where you wake up in the morning and I'm sure your mind's going in a lot of places all at once. What are you wait? First thing, your eyes open. What's happening? First thing, my eyes open. And the first, the first thought in my mind is honestly, I, I, I when I'm laying in bed is when I, I pray first, you know, I do my morning like alignment. Uh, and then, and then I, I do my morning ritual and then my mind goes straight to my calendar. Because like I said, I'm running three different startups and they're, I'm trying to create more overlap, but, but it's a process. And so there's, you know, there's three companies that are, that are going and I have different levels of responsibility to each and it manifests through my calendar. So I think, okay, what's on my calendar? I look at the calendar and I come to terms with like, what's going to be required of me for the day. And then I, and then I hit it. Talk to me about meditation for a second. It's something I've struggled with as far as, man, I've tried and it's a lot of work and I, and I'm, I'm okay with the work, but I struggle like focusing and staying focused and spending time on, on just the one thought and I've gotten a little better, but is it something that you have gotten a lot better at? Do you do it often? Yeah. So, so my, my training as a professional athlete requires a lot of training. So when I retired in 2004, I, I found myself living at a yoga ashram and and it's spiritual training. So I was, we were meditating twice a day. You know, we were meditating for at least an hour a day. And so when you do that for a long period of time, anything you do consistently for a long period of time, you get better at. Um, but, you know, the simple idea, and you, you really got to the core of it with meditation, is just, you know, resting on one thought. So anytime you're doing anything you love, that's a meditation. Because, and the reason it feels good is because the mind is focused, right? And I, I think if, if it's something that you want to become really good at, then you practice, right? Like anything. And that's what they call a meditation practice. What do you, and that's just, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask you about that. Like, what do you think the benefits are? Uh, because I've spoken to a lot of people about how I can get better in different types of meditation, even transcendental meditation. There's, there's, you know, different apps that I use. What are the big benefits to folks that aren't very familiar with it and possibly go, okay, I could use this, but what can they get out of it? So meditation in my, from where I come from, it's part of a larger system of, of self culture, cultivating, becoming a better person. And one of the things that, that keeps us from being better people is the mind, the mind, you know, the mind starts going crazy and we have to try to deal with it. And so meditation is really the process of learning to, to understand and have a better relationship with your mind. And so it, it's like the practice of, of sitting you know, and letting all the crazy thoughts die down. And then you, you can hear the whispers of like your soul or what you really want to do in life. And then you come out and as you go through the day, you have all the pressures, but because you had that meditation, you can still hear that little voice inside. And that helps life become more meaningful. So clarity, you, meditation is maybe for me, I know that's what I'm chasing, a little more clarity. It, is that still what you're like? What are, what is your goal right now as a as a human being? Now I'm talking about business. We'll get back to it, but like as a human being on this planet, like what's what's for Ricky Williams to do right now? Well, I just want to point out you you said not business. I'll get back to that. To me, being a human being and being a parent or being in a it shouldn't be separate. You know, the whole idea is I show up in my business as a human being. Otherwise, what am I doing? So it's it to me it's all it's all connected, and I feel like I've I'm at midlife and I feel like the first half of life is like an experiment. You're trying to figure out who you are and what you're, what you're here to do. And I feel like if you do a good job, the second half of life is spent actually doing that. And so that's what I feel like. Like my job is to share the things I've learned with the world. And as I'm doing that, I keep learning more and I keep having more to share. Uh, let me talk about DraftKings for a second. The NFL action's in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns and big plays and bigger wins, and that's right. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team, and you get $200 in free bets if you do. If that's not enough, everybody can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Right now, for every leg you add, you can boost your winnings up to 100% with payouts bigger than ever. Why bet on football anywhere else? To make things sweeter, throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays once per game all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Bobby Sports to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's the code Bobby Sports 
Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. And now back to the interview with Ricky Williams. You know, I want to talk about, uh, you know, what you're doing with the Cannabis Lifestyle brand, but uh, in the state of Arkansas, where I'm from, they just now put on the ballot recreational marijuana like the supreme court just said the state supreme court said we're going to put it on the ballot now arkansas is an extremely conservative state um i've never smoked weed but i'm so pro making it legal recreational because i've seen it do a lot of great things for people friends with cancer i've seen it um for i i know people who can't take medicine because they're allergic to it but it has numbed their pain sensors where doctors have even said hey look you should use cannabis because what you can't use are these pharmaceuticals that probably aren't good for you anyway, but you can use weed in these ways that will actually make it a healthier transition to you getting healthy again. Um, so uh, whenever a state is finally putting it on the ballot, and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm such a big advocate of legalizing it, are you involved in that at all on any gr- grassroots effort with these states? Or are you just in California now where it is legal, are you working to build that out? So our, our brand... Um, the lifestyle brand, the the aim is to be a national brand. So yeah, we we have our our ears, sometimes our feet, uh, in in every every market, legal and non legal, because ideally we want to be a presence in, in around the whole country. So, and the brand is is Heisman, right? I mean that's Heisman isn't high H I G. I mean you get to play on words. They're Heisman, Heisman. Um, so that's the brand. So what, what's the goal with this? Because to me, it seems with talking to you and knowing what your goals are as a person, it seems to be about more than just money. Like what's Heisman to you? <laughs> well, it's, it's a, really, it's an expression of what we've been talking about, you know? And, and I think I look at like, what do I have to offer? You know, what do I have to offer? And a platform, like people listen. And I have experiences with cannabis where I was in a position where I had to see, how do I use this to make my life better? And so the whole lifestyle brand is about cannabis is real. It's coming. More and more people are going to consume as time goes on. But there's very little education about how to consume it and what to do and how to actually utilize it to become a better person. So our tagline is spark greatness. And one of the things about athletes and cannabis is we, the history has been we just punish them. These people that, are, that perform, that do wonderful things, we punish them for using cannabis instead of asking, like, how are, how are you using it? Right. And, and that's what I'm trying to, to put out into the world, to really change the conversation. Do you look back now and, you know, with uh, we'll use the word trouble or, you know, whenever you would get the league would come to you and say, oh, OK, we're going to suspend you. Do you look back now and be like, I told you guys, you guys were way too harsh back then. And if you'd only been born 15 years later, like it wouldn't have been as much of an issue. No, 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 no. I, I don't have that kind of emotion around it. When I as I was going through everything, you know, I thought about all of the great men in history, you know, and, and the 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 tribulations and trials they had to go through. And I just identified with them. And so it actually made me feel proud of, of being persecuted because I knew I was right. At what age did you love football the most? Mm, what a what a wonderful question. I'd say eighth grade. At what age eighth did grade. you love football the least? Hmm. I don't know if there was an ever time where I a time where I didn't love football. There's football and then there's 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 like my definition of football and what it means to me. And then there's other people's definition of football. I've always loved my definition of football and what it means to be a football player. I've had issues with other people's definitions of what it means to be a football player. I'm anxious to know what your definition is because I love where you come from just as a person. And and I watch clips of you talking and um, have spent a lot of time listening to you, especially talk about what we're talking about now. What what's your definition of football that makes you go? I, I love this game. Well, it's it's, it's a, like a warrior sport where where the idea is is different people come together to to bring their 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 ability and their talent to bear on a common goal. And and what I loved about being a football player was it was there was a place I could go every day and everything around me was pushing me to be better. And also the the courage, you know, is that every week as a football player, you have a new challenge and, and you have to find resources and inner resources to be able to deal with that challenge. And I, I just love that training. When you make a trip and you go to the Himalayas, which I was reading about your trip there, and you spend, I mean, literal years learning about plants and learning organic ways to treat or to use to make your life better, that is dedication 
it's seemingly, as you mentioned earlier, a similar dedication that you had to make to being an athlete. I mean, do you feel yeah. like that you're going into learning the same way you train to be, uh, you know, a premier athlete? Well, it's who I am. So anything I, I take a serious interest in, I bring all of that energy to, to bear upon it. Do people recognize you and go, hey, Ricky Williams, like in the gym, are you still like throwing up some massive weight? And they're like, bro, you still got it. Um, no, but when I, you know, most places I go, people, they look at me and they say, hey, you look like you could still play. And that's what I mean, like their definition. I'm like, I'm 45. Like, come on, you know. Do you ever hop in like a, you know, a <laughs> little flag game, maybe a little neighborhood game and dominate? Of course, of course. That would be awesome, dude. But you know, but but I I dominate on defense though. I like to play that linebacker position. Oh man, that would be awesome. And don't tell. I just show up with Ricky. I don't tell anybody. I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna bring my friend. Uh, we're just going we're gonna hop in a game. You ever play basketball? You play pickup basketball at all? Yeah, of course. Can you shoot? Of course. <laughs> I don't know. You're saying, of course. I don't know if you can shoot. You, know, you just body people down low. I don't know. You can shoot. You... I, I, I get, I'm an athlete. You know, I, I figure it out. Figure All right. Well, you ever play pickleball? No, but I, is that what is pickleball? It sounds familiar. So it's like tennis, but with wiffle balls. Okay. It, yes. I, I know now. I mean, yeah. you, you, you would dominate. I assume the hand eye coordination is still good. Yeah. Like I live, I live right down the street from Venice and there's pickleball courts there. And people are always, uh, always playing golf. Yeah, I've been I've picked up golf lately. I've been playing more. I had probably the best round just last week. I mean, that's the game where if you can like meditate and focus and realize that life's not over after one bad shot. I mean, that's a metaphor for life, right? It's your ball goes in the woods. What do you do next? Like, do yeah, you, that's part that's part of it. But part of it is if you focus on the ball, it won't go in the woods. So, but yes, it's both, right? It's one the reminder: just focus on this one thing. And two, if you miss. It's, it's not the end of the world. You have another opportunity to just focus on this one thing. I don't know, Ricky. I focus real hard. It goes right in the woods and water. Woods and water constantly. Uh, let me say this. You guys, the Instagram is at Heisman. Uh, Ricky Williams, just a big fan back in the day. Big fan now. I love somebody who knows what they want to do and does it regardless of what everybody else says, good or bad. Like, I respect that about you in so many ways. And I think we're all just trying to find our peace. And have you found your peace? Of course. Yes, I have. You know, but I, I found it, but it's more like I found the formula. You still have to do the work, right? And so if I lose the piece, I know how to get it back, but I still have to do the work to get it back. What's the longest you ever meditated? Four hours. Golly. I do like yeah. 10 minutes and I'm like, I've got to cook. Nope, got to go run. But nope, got to pick up the dog. Practice. But practice though. It took me a while. It took me a while to, and I was in a retreat like space. So I didn't have all those things to worry about. All right. Hey, Ricky, I really appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Big fan. And I hope you have just have a, a wonderful weekend. Yeah. Thanks for having me. All right, buddy. All right. All right. Ricky Williams. Awesome. Appreciate that. Ricky. That's my dude now. <laughs> dude, Ricky's awesome. That's Homie. my dude. That's my dude. All right. Final thought from everybody. It can be about whatever you want. Jordan, we're going to go to you last. Eddie. Oh, guys in California, they're about to vote on a big, big, big thing. Girls flag football in high school. I'm all oh, for wow. it. How freaking cool would that That's be? That's really cool. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, I, I think still Friday nights in, in high it'll school. It'll be small. Like, yeah, it'll be small, but, that's, but that's really cool. I think it'd be really cool, so I thought I'd bring that up. I didn't know that. Yeah. Nice. Hopefully that vote goes through. Kick off, Kevin. Bill Belichick was peak Belichick on Wednesday at his press conference, talking about Mac Jones and his injury. He asked him what he's going to do. What do I look like? A doctor? An orthopedic surgeon? Like, I don't know. Day by day. Keep it up, Bill. That's fascinating. That. Adam. Uh, Texas Tech beat the Longhorns last week in Lubbock. Um, part of their success was a big uh, – they're just gamblers, man, down there. They go for it on fourth down. They lead the country 15, uh, 15 fourth down going for it attempts uh, this year. And they they hit six for eight last week. And it's part of a big trend in college football. More and more people going for it on fourth down on the positive side of the 50. And it's just – it makes the game a lot more fun, I think. And that's an Adam stat. Mm -hmm. We're yeah. out of time because all, all this crap's been happening. That's cool, Adam. Been rushed. That's a good Adam stat there. I like that. Thank you. Uh, let's, Eddie, who's your NFL? But you got to bet your kid's car. You lost your wife's car. You lost your car. Oh, I'm done. What's your NFL bet? I'm done. I don't have, I mean, I don't have a car. I have nothing to bet. However, I do have a dollar and I got 13 no, you, games. No, you bet your kid's Tyco or your kid's. Eh, eh. The electric uh, Jeep. Oh, you're doing a 13 game parlay? I'm doing a 13 oh, game dear. parlay. Oh, my. For oh, one dollar, yeah. Jordan. Hit, Eddie. Jordan, for one dollar, I could win four grand. Go, Eddie, go. Let's go. Eddie. You want me to hit this real quick? Mm -hmm, go. All right, follow me. It's going to be fast. Minnesota, minus two and a half. No Tennessee, plus three and a half. Giants, minus three. Baltimore, plus three. Texans, plus five. Detroit minus four, Pittsburgh minus three, Philly minus six and a half, Cowboys minus three. Three lost. 
Uh-uh. Atlanta Falcons plus one and a half. Arizona Cardinals plus one and a half. Denver Broncos plus two and a half. And New England Patriots plus nine and a half. Make some, I guess, smiles. Yeah, 13 games. Make a video. Make a video real quick with him so you can post it all up. Okay. Like, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, mine before you, I'll join you to yours last. Uh, mine is they're starting a professional pickleball league. And I saw where LeBron and Draymond Green are buying a team. I reached out to Jake Owen, his friend of mine, and I was like, dude, we got to buy a team in this. We got to get our boys together and buy a team. And so we don't know how much it costs. Yeah, a team is how many dudes? We don't know, but if LeBron, I don't know if LeBron and Draymond bought one, it's probably too expensive for us. Yeah, but still, for sure. yeah. we're like yeah, thinking that's about like, that's a billionaire. collecting money and getting a pickleball team. That's we're a lot of money. That's kind of Professional cool. pickleball league. Yeah. And then also Aaron Judge, I don't care. What do you mean you. you don't care? I don't care. First of all, he's, he's not breaking the record. Steroid records are records, regardless. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're Thank records. You. Thank you. And I'm not a Yankees fan, so I don't care about it from that angle. Okay. So, Aaron Judge, you had a great season, an awesome season, a season unlike many others, unlike most, but I don't care. You're not breaking wow. 70. You're not. He's got a few games left. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. I I'm just saying I don't care. Eye. I don't care that much. Does anybody else care? No. I don't. Yeah. Minimally, I, I look. I, I love baseball in the 90s. Tony Gwynn, I saw a stat. In the, oh, my God. In the, sorry, Tony sorry. Gwynn. Tony, Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn <laughs> struck out like 190 times in the entire 90s, yeah, right? And Aaron Judge struck out that many times this season. Uh, yeah. Jordan, Crazy. Your, your final thought. Final thought. Um, for me, it's I'm a, I think I'm a big Titans fan now. Let's go. Let's go. I think like you know, I, I, I bumped into Tannehill the other Single night. Single clap. <laughs> Just me. Great where'd guy. Where did you see Tannehill? He was at the the pre-show hang for you the can, Rhyming. You can book him. Here. I didn't. I, oh, I'll get Tannehill on here. No There's doubt. There's no way oh, you get Tannehill. Okay. That could be my guy. Okay. I'll get the guy on if for five hundred dollars. Yeah. That's not fair. No, he should get. <laughs> Yeah, that's tough. He, <laughs> okay, I'll be advantage. out of the money, but that'll okay. be my like. Yeah. Okay. So. If you bring Tannehill on here, then we'll be a friend. Then yeah. can I be? Can I be like? Yeah. An actual twenty-five. You yeah. come in anytime yes. you want, yeah, man. Let's go. Yeah. You like Tannehill? Yeah, he's a great guy. Great guy. I saw him eating at True Food across from me once. Didn't bother him. Someone went up right in the middle of his food and bothered him. And I was like, "Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Wait till he's getting up. That's not the Nashville way. Not when he's got his food in his plate. Right. Yeah. So if you see Jordan Davis, I'd eat and no bother him all day long. Yeah. All right. Oh, have a good tour this weekend. You playing with Luke this weekend? Yeah. Is it Albany, Albany, New York? I see a lot of videos you playing golf out there. You gotta get out and play with us. I'm not going to Luke's tour just to go play golf. <laughs> he goes on tour to play. <laughs> we'll go play. We'll we'll play whenever we come back. Before it gets too cold, we gotta do it quick. All right, there he is. Uh, Jordan, you can uh, blow us. Go ahead and hit the plus out. All right. <laughs> no one said anything. That's it. <laughs> Thanks, Jordan, for that. Jordan, yeah. good to see you. Jordan Davis, follow him. Is it Thank Jordan y'all. C. Davis? Is that it? Jordan C. Jordan C. W. Davis. Yeah. Calvin. Jordan C. W. And then Jordan Davis. Davis official. I'm officially Jordan Davis on Instagram. What's C. W. Jordan Davis official. Jordan CW, my favorite network with One Tree Hill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Jordan whistled us out. Bye, everybody. Theme song written by me, Bobby Bones, and performed by Brandon Ray. Brandon's an awesome artist. Follow Brandon on socials at Brandon Ray Music. Thanks to our guests and thanks to our crew. My co-host, Adam Hambrick, at Adam Hambrick. Our segment producer, at Kickoff Kevin. Our video producer, at Producer Eddie. Head producer at Mike Distro. Most importantly, thank you for listening. I'm Bobby Bones, and we will talk to you next week on 25 Whistles. <laughs>